tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Magidistas. This is the American Majidista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on October 2nd, 2022, from New York City. Real Madrid resumed their season today following the final international break before the World Cup as they hosted Osasuna at the Bernabeu, but the Whites were far short of their best as they could only manage a 1-1 draw despite having a man advantage for the game's final 18 minutes. Both squads benefited from a bit of good luck in finding the back of the net as a Vinicius cross fooled Sergio Herrera to put Real up shortly before halftime and a blind Kike Garcia header beat Lunin to level the score five minutes into the second half. But Real were handed a golden opportunity to reclaim the lead when the referee's 78th-minute VAR check awarded the Whites a penalty and got David Garcia sent off. But Benzema's effort a minute later went off of the crossbar to spare the visitors, and Real wasn't able to break down their opponents despite putting them under some heavy pressure the rest of the way. The result means that Real's perfect start to the season in all competitions has come to an end, and they are now level with their eternal rivals Barcelona at the top of the league table, with 19 points after 7 matches. Ancelotti starting 11 for the match against Osasuna today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Rudiger and Carvajal at the back, Ceballos, Chouameni and Cruz in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo up front forming the customary 4-3-3, with Andre Lunin in place of the injured Courtois in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that Osasuna's switch from a back four to a back five after they equalized early in the second half caused Real a lot of problems in the attack. And that setup was a big factor in Real being unable to break them down even after they went down to 10 men in the 78th minute. The compact organization of the visitors' last line of defense in front of Sergio Herrera was not only effective in denying space for the forwards to make runs in centrally to get onto the end of any service, but also in denying the final ball particularly in the late stages of the game, when Real was peppering the box with crosses from both wings. Osasuna often ceded possession out in the wider areas in the final third, but inside of the box, the visitors did well to both intercept balls sent in and set effective offsides traps to frustrate the Whites, leaving Real to play the ball horizontally above the box and take shots from distance that were blocked or saved relatively comfortably. When Real finally did make a couple of connections as a result of their continuous pressure late in stoppage time, both Mariano and Benzema were unable to apply the finishing touch with their respective headers, and Osasuna were able to celebrate securing a deserved point not long thereafter as their switch of defensive formation ultimately proved to be a very effective tactical decision. My second key takeaway from today's match is that Benzema certainly looked to be fully fit and over the leg injury that kept him out of action the past couple of weeks, but he was largely uninfluential in the game, and his lack of sharpness ultimately proved costly for Real. He got his feet wet early on with some touches on the left wing as he opted to drop deeper to combine with teammates, but he wasn't able to make a dangerous run into the box to get onto the end of service until a 37th minute break 
when he got from the left side of the midfield area into the right side of the box to get onto the end of a Vinny cross. His brilliant technique on the volley sent the ball just wide of the far post in what looked to be a teaser of things to come, but he again found himself in deeper and wider positions early on in the second half, and during the final 20 minutes of the match, he wasn't able to convert on three opportunities to earn Real a winner. He did well to get onto the end of Camavinga's ball from the left wing in the center of the box before drawing a foul to eventually win a penalty in the 78th minute, but his effort from the spot a minute later poorly went off of the crossbar and probably would have been comfortably saved by Herrera had it been any lower. He then found himself somewhat unluckily offsides as he gathered the ball that careened off of Rodrigo in the center of the box in the 81st minute, which resulted in his goal being disallowed. And then finally, his header of the ball from Rodrigo's 94th minute cross sent the ball wide of the goal. It was good to have the Frenchman back and looking like he's at 100%, but for the most part, the rust on his game was evident, and he unfortunately wasn't able to rescue the Whites in this match as he has so many times over the past year. My third key takeaway from Real's 1-1 draw against Osasuna today is that Ancelotti should put the midfield combination that he started out with at the bottom of his list of options going forward until further notice. There was always going to be a rotation in the squad in this game, even without some of the injuries to players coming out of the international break, as Real have three matches on the calendar this week, but the combination of Ceballos, Chouameni, and Cruz didn't prove to be productive in the attack during the 50-some-odd minutes that it was together before Real's first substitution. While I thought Cruz was quietly excellent with his steadying control of possession and passing that switched sides of play or put the ball into the box, Chouamani turned the ball over multiple times with poor passes out in space and crosses into the box, and Ceballos was of minimal impact, apart from one through ball for Vinny into the box and a pass that played Rodrigo into space during a first-half break. Valverde's versatility in being able to run at players or attack open space with the ball was definitely missed, as Ceballos never showed his ability in that regard when Osasuna was in a 4-3-3 and the game was more back and forth in the first half. And even though Valverde didn't bring much to the game after coming on, Camavinga did as he made the spirited forward runs into space and past defenders that the Uruguayan is known for. Real's midfield looked far better in the game's final 45 minutes, with at least one player out there that was using his pace to get forward with the ball, which tells me that the midfield has to feature at least one man with that ability, or Valverde has to be in the lineup as a winger that can drop back to get the ball and give Real more of a 4-4-2 look in moments. That means that the slower-footed Ceballos just might not have a place in the lineup if Ancelotti wants Chouameni and either one of Modric or Cruz to be part of that midfield three. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 1-1 draw against Osasuna today, starting up front. Karim Benzema rated as a 6. In the first half, he just missed getting onto the end of Mendy's cross in the center of the box in the 8th minute. His volleyed shot from the right side of the box at the end of a Madrid break in the 37th minute sent the ball just wide of the left post. His one-time shot from above the box sent the ball well high and out in the 41st minute, but a minute later... He did do well in not attempting to play Vinny's cross that fooled Herrera and found the back of the net. In the second half, he played a good through ball from the central area of the midfield for Rodrigo in the top of the box in the 61st minute to set him up for a shot. 
In the 76th minute, he controlled the ball in from Camavinga with his left shoulder in the center of the box and was shoved down from behind just above the 6-yard box to earn Real a penalty after a VAR check. But in the 79th minute, his poor attempt from the penalty spot sent the ball off of the crossbar. His goal was disallowed in the 81st minute on account of his offsides position as Rodrigo played him the ball in the box. And in the 94th minute, he got onto the end of a Rodrigo cross from the right wing, but his header from the left side of the box sent the ball wide of the left post. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. In the first half, he got onto the end of a Rudiger long ball in the left side of the attacking half in the 11th minute, but he was tackled above the left side of the box. In the 24th minute, he was almost off to the races as he intercepted a ball in the attacking half, but Rodrigo was whistled for a foul to kill the quick counter. In the 29th minute, he got onto the end of a Ceballos through ball on the left wing and took it into the left side of the box for a chip shot that was easily saved. He made a good turn on the left wing in the 37th minute to get in behind the defense for a break, after which he ran into the left side of the box and crossed the ball over to Benzema for his near-miss volley. And in the 42nd minute, his attempted cross from the left wing momentarily froze Herrera and found the back of the net towards the far post to give Real a 1-0 lead. In the second half, he made a number of promising runs down the left side, getting into the box on a couple of occasions, but he wasn't able to make any connections with his crosses. In the 87th minute, he played the ball from the left side to Rodrigo in the box to set him up for a shot that was blocked, and then he made his own inward run from the left side above the box for a shot that was saved. In the 88th minute, he played a good cross from the left wing that sent the ball just beyond Mariano's extended boot in the right side of the box. Rodrigo rated as a 6. In the first half, Abde got past him in the left side of the box for a shot that sent the ball into the side of the net in the 15th minute. In the 24th minute, he was whistled for a foul in the attacking half that halted what would have been a quick and dangerous Real counter. In the 39th minute, he made a run past the defender from the right wing into the right side of the box before playing in a cross that was intercepted. And then in the 42nd minute, he was tackled after making a run into the right side of the box. In the 44th minute, he was tackled as he made a run towards the top of the box during a break. And then a minute later, his cross in from outside of the box on the right wing set up Chuamani for a header that went high. In the second half, he played a ball from the left wing into Benzema in the right side of the box in the 60th minute, but Benzema was whistled for offsides. In the 66th minute, he cut inside from the left wing and took a shot from distance that was saved near the right post. In the 81st minute, he somewhat unwittingly played the ball from the top of the box to an offsides Benzema in the center of the box, which resulted in the Frenchman's goal being disallowed. In the 87th minute, he took a shot from inside of the box that was blocked. And then in the 94th minute, his cross from the right wing set up Benzema for a header from the left side of the box that went wide. In the midfield, Danny Ceballos rated as a 5. In the first half, he played a good through ball from above the box for Vinny just above the left side of the box in the 28th minute for him to continue his run into the penalty area for a shot. In the 33rd minute, his missed challenge in the top right of the box allowed the ball to go through to Abde for a shot that sent the ball wide left of the goal. In the 39th minute, his pass to Benzema above the box was intercepted to spark an Osasuna break. And in the 44th minute, he played a good one-touch pass for Rodrigo to get down the right wing on a break. He didn't have much opportunity to have an increased impact on the game in the second half as he was replaced by Camavinga in the 53rd minute, not long after Kike equalized for Osasuna. 
Aurelian Chuameni rated as a 5. In the first half, his shot from the right side of the box was blocked to win Real a corner in the 6th minute, and then his shot from above the box was blocked in the 14th minute. In the 20th minute, he had a missed tackle in the attacking half that allowed Osasuna to break, and then in the 26th minute, he played a poor ball into the box to no one that was easily intercepted. He intercepted a cross in the box in the 31st minute, but in the 33rd minute, his bad touch in the box as he got onto the end of a cruise corner sparked an Osasuna break. He intercepted a long ball from a goal kick with his header in the 37th minute, which turned into a pass for Vinny to get into space down the left wing for a break, and in the 45th minute, he got onto the end of a Rodrigo cross, but headed the ball high. He turned the ball over with a couple of his passes during the first few minutes of the second half, and he went off for Valverde in the 53rd minute as Ancelotti sought to bring some life into the attack. Tony Cruz rated as a 7. In the first half, he played in a good cross for Chuameni in the 6th minute. He intercepted a through ball in the defensive third in the 10th minute. He played a good pass from the center of the midfield out to Vinny on the left wing in the 14th minute. His ball in from a free kick in the 30th minute connected with Rudiger in the box, but the defender sent the ball wide of the goal as it went off of his shoulder. And in the 32nd minute, he played an excellent long ball from the defensive left side out to Carvajal on the right wing. In the 33rd minute, however, he curiously sent the ball in from his corner away from the goal to the top of the box, where Chuameni couldn't control it, and Osasuna took it the other way for a break. However, in the 41st minute, he displayed some good control near the midfield with his dribbling before he made a good pass out to Mendy on the left wing during the build-up to Benzema's shot from distance. He was a bit less influential in the second half as his passes went more towards just maintaining possession than creating opportunities in the final third, and his last notable act was to intercept the pass near the midfield in the 71st minute. He was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 74th minute. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 5. In the first half, he played in a very good cross from the left wing in the 8th minute that went just beyond Benzema's touch in the center of the box. In the 17th minute, he got onto the end of a Carvajal cross for a header that sent the ball wide left of the goal. And in the 40th minute, he intercepted a pass on the right wing and drew a foul. In the 41st minute, he played the ball to Benzema above the box for his one-timed shot that went high. And a minute later, he played a good crossfield pass from the left side to the right in the attacking half for Rodrigo for him to run into the right side of the box where he was tackled. He was not as productive in the second half, particularly on the defensive end, as in the 53rd minute, he stood totally flat-footed out on the right wing to allow Gomez to get in behind him and onto the end of a through ball, which he then took into the right side of the box to set up Kike for a shot, and in the 68th minute, he missed a challenge out in space during an Osasuna break, which allowed the ball to be advanced into the right side of the box. He was replaced by Militao in the 74th minute. David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, he won a corner when his cross from outside of the box on the left side was blocked in the 5th minute. In the 20th minute, he intercepted a cross from the left wing with his header. And in the 25th minute, he intercepted a cross in front of the goal. In the 33rd minute, Benzema played him deep into the left side of the box for a cross that was blocked to win a corner. In the 41st minute, he won the ball in the left side of the box in the defensive half. And in the 42nd minute, he would be credited with an assist after Vinny's cross from the left wing sent the ball into the back of the net. In the second half, he won the ball in the defensive half in the 47th minute. 
His direct free kick from above the box sent the ball just wide of the right post in the 57th minute. His ball in from a corner went well over everyone in the 85th minute, but a minute later, he made a good tackle out in space on the left side in the defensive half. Antonio Rudiger rated as a 6. In the first half, he made his presence felt at the back during the first 10 minutes as he intercepted three passes, and then in the 11th minute, he played a good long ball from the back right for Vinny in the left side of the attacking half. In the 26th minute, he played another good pass out to Vinny on the left wing from the center of the attacking half, and then in the 30th minute, he got onto the end of a cruise ball in from a free kick, but he mistimed his header and the ball instead went off of his shoulder and wide of the goal. But he made more defensive interventions after that, and he was clever in the 42nd minute as he didn't play the ball in from Vinny's cross, which helped to confuse the keeper and allow the ball to find the back of the net. His second half didn't start so well, however, as in the 50th minute, Kike got in front of him in the center of the box to get his head onto Unai Garcia's cross, and his effort with his back to goal somewhat luckily looped the ball over Rudiger and beyond Lunin to find the back of the net towards the left post. Thereafter, he most notably intercepted a goal kick with his header in the 80th minute, and intercepted a cross from the left wing in the 89th minute. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. In the first half, he won the ball down the left wing in the 13th minute, played in a cross from the right wing to set up Mendy for a header that sent the ball wide left of the goal in the 17th minute, and headed a ball that came into the box clear in the 19th minute. But in the 27th minute, his pass from the right side in the defensive half was intercepted, and in the 31st minute, Abde got in behind him on a given goal to get into the left side of the box. He did however close his half well as he won the ball in the defensive end in the first minute of stoppage time. In the second half, he intercepted a pass on the right side of the attacking half in the 55th minute. His shot from above the box following a corner kick was blocked in the 68th minute, but he tracked back well on the following Osasuna break to tackle Toto in the right side of the box and concede a corner. In the 86th minute, his attempt to play Asensio down the right wing sent the ball out, and he was replaced by Mariano immediately after that. As for the substitutes, Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 6. He went on for Danny Ceballos in the 53rd minute. In the 56th minute, he made a run towards the top of the box and was fouled after he attempted to play the ball to Carvajal in the right side of the box. In the 73rd minute, he dribbled through defenders on the left side of the midfield before playing a through ball for Vinny down the left wing. In the 84th minute, his shot from above the box was deflected out to win Madrid a corner. And in the 95th minute, he made a run from the back past the defender on the right wing and drew a foul for a free kick in the attacking half. Fede Valverde rated as a 5. He also went on in the 53rd minute as he replaced Chuameni. In the 64th minute, he played a cross into the box that no one could play as everyone was off sides. In the 75th minute, his shot from above the box was blocked. In the 83rd minute, his attempted through ball down the right wing was intercepted. But in the 92nd minute, his cross from the right wing set up Mariano for a free header from the center of the box that sent the ball just over the bar. His blocked shot from distance in the 96th minute was effectively the last kick of the game. Marco Asensio rated as a 5. He replaced Tony Cruz in the 74th minute. In the 91st minute, he couldn't control a ball into the box from a cross, but a minute later, he played his own good cross from the left wing into the box. In the 93rd minute, he played a good through ball for Rodrigo in the right side of the box. 
and in the 96th minute, his ball in from a free kick on the right wing was cleared. Eder Militao rated as a 5. He replaced Ferland Mendy in the 74th minute, and a minute later, he committed a foul in the right side of the box just as the ball in from Vinny's cross was intercepted. Mariano as the final substitute did not get a rating. He replaced Danny Carvajal in the 86th minute, and a couple of minutes later, he couldn't get his extended boot onto the end of a good Vinny cross in the right side of the box. In the 92nd minute, he got his head onto the ball in from a Valverde cross in the center of the box, but he sent the ball just over the bar. Finally, in front of the goal, Andre Lunin rated as a 6. He got the start for the injured Courtois, and he wasn't much troubled in the first half as he most notably made a comfortable save of Moncayola's shot from above the box in the 28th minute. However, in the second half, he was powerless to stop Kike's 50th minute header with his back to the goal as the ball was looped from the center of the box perfectly beyond Lunin's reach and inside of the left post to level the score at one all. Kike let him off the hook when he sent the ball wide of the back post with his 53rd minute shot from the right side of the box, but Lunin was in good position to stop a screaming Gomez volley from distance in the 90th minute had it not been wide of the right post. It was a disappointing return to the pitch for Real, and as a result, the defending league champs now have to suffer the company of Barcelona at the top of the table. Benzema's missed penalty obviously was the biggest blown opportunity for the Whites, but it could be argued that there was a bit of justice in that miss, as the somewhat lackluster performance by Real was hardly deserving of all three points. Three in the box waiting for the cross, and it was Bale! Up next for Real Madrid, the Whites will have an opportunity to return to winning form in short order as they'll host Shakhtar Donetsk at the Bernabeu in Champions League group stage play this coming Wednesday. The two sides were in the same group last season as well, with Real crushing Shakhtar 5-0 in Kiev in October of last year and then winning 2-1 at home in November. Major props have to be given to Shakhtar though with how they've handled an incredibly difficult set of circumstances this season on account of Russia's absurd invasion of Ukraine as they've still managed to be competitive in the group with a 4-1 thrashing of Leipzig and a 1-1 draw against Celtic that has them second in the group with 4 points to Real 6. They'll surely be motivated in the midweek fixture against Real not just because of the contest on a big European stage but also on account of what a victory will do for the spirits of their besieged people back in Ukraine, so I for one expect Real to be in for a tough fight in this upcoming match, regardless of the names on the respective team sheets. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the Champions League match between Real and Shakhtar this upcoming Wednesday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always... Hala Madrid. No, 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 Viva la madre que te parió. Zidane, gol del Madrid en el 45. Gol de Zidane, Zidane. Real Madrid 2, Leverkusen 1.